Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Tickle Cock, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Mice, mm. a.k.a. Old 12 Falls, a.k.a. Old Gray Balls, mm. a.k.a. ATC, a.k.a. No Corona Yet, Damn. a.k.a. ATC. All right. Woo! You forgot a couple. Yeah, I Don't know. Don't forget uh, <laughs> Cock Breath, uh, Wide Anal, and uh, Jew Face. How's your asshole? Good? It's a, it's got a hymen, so that's good. But uh, it's it? you yeah, got a, yeah. you got a hemi down there. I've never been penetrated <laughs> anally, not yet. Maybe after this virus. No finger in the ass. Never had a finger. I don't. I'm too scared. I'll like it. Ah, oh, and then you'll be gay. Not even that. I'm just scared. Uh, but what's the have, fear? I'll then? need it. I'll need it to get off. I know a guy who can't get off without a nice pinky in the pooper. Yeah, but you could get, you could get off so many different ways. Why would this? He you think it'd be so good that you can't go back? Yeah, I mean, I know guys who get it's like heroin. Once you do it, you got to keep doing it. You get that needle in you. I've uh, anal goes right to the vein. I just I would feel bad for the finger. I'd be too self conscious. Oh, dude, I had a girl. This is years ago on a Tinder date. We were hooking up. She went right for the butthole. Like put my legs up over my head. I guess it was a fetish, and she just started licking my ass. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. I gotta. I had to like shoo her. Because I was like, I jogged today, you know? <laughs> also, I had chili. I was in Atlanta. It was a whole thing. So I had to relieve her. I gave her, like, the, the tap. She like threw your UFC. legs up like you yes. were on your back? Uh, she put some talcum powder after and wiped me. It was like a, a diaper change. I felt like I was at the celebration station, diaper change station. This is all pre-corona, of course, right? Oh, you yeah. think people are still corona and they're eating that ass? Well, maybe that's where the antidote is. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, Maybe the, it's in your asshole. Yeah, how deep? Probably pretty deep. Probably, you know, it's probably go about three or four inches before you can find it. By the way, Mark Maybe. Norman's on the podcast. Hey, hey. Um, great comedian uh, from New Orleans. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, there's the shirt. Born has raised. a lot of merchandise from New Orleans. Yeah, I'm a big uh, supporter. You're, yeah, you should be. Well, you know, you know who does not support NOLA is Ellen. That cunt she did a uh speech at at tulane i oh, remember speech at tulane they paid her for that <laughs> yeah paid that's true handsomely. why do you think she doesn't shout out new orleans enough? i don't know this coos is uh eating gash and sniffing <laughs> box but she won't rep uh the big easy i don't know why well maybe they weren't too kind to her uh, you know she didn't come out until she left True, you know? but that was Hollywood. New Orleans is all gay and open-minded and trans and anal. It's all over the road. Yeah, well, as you get to a certain point past bourbon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you go out in the swamps and they'll shoot you. If you if you're <laughs> like one of those sex. rats. I've yeah. never been on a swamp. Have you been Nutria. On a, yeah, Nutria. You're a Jutria. <laughs> that's what they call me. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Nutria, if you don't know, it's a, what is it, a giant rat. It looks it's like Splinter. Rat. It looks like a rat and a beaver raped each other. Have you ever seen? One oh of these yeah, things? oh yeah. yeah, many times, many times. birthday parties, Halloween—they're all they're around. I don't know. I went to you know I went to school at Tulane, and uh, I never went on a swamp tour. Mm. Never went on a ghost tour. Yeah, those are I, waste. I ne- yeah, swamp is good. Ghost is dumb. Swamps are real. I just feel like you could live in New Orleans 
and like never see the city because you're partying so much, right. especially at that age. Totally. And uh, I don't know. I live in New York. I've been to maybe one museum. I don't go to anything. It's the same thing, yeah. And plus, as a kid, you're poor, and like, and people are like, what restaurant should I go to? I'm like, I don't know. I grew up as a poor kid who you know drank all day. I don't. I didn't go to like a tablecloth fine dining place. You know, the, the only time we'd eat is when parents would come in town. And yeah. then you go to one night, you go to, like, right, you know, right. Commanders yes. or uh, Emeralds or some shit like that. You right. Know? But other right. than that, I go to Camellia Grill a lot. I fucking love Camellia Grill. Love Camellia Grill. Now there's, there's a couple of them. There used to be one. Oh, really? Yeah, they had their franchising, baby, because it was such a hit. But, I mean, after the bars, that was the booze. I mean, the, the boozy food spot. Like, you get some... Hash browns and uh, what do you call that? Oh, the shit? best burger, the best omelet. Oh yeah. Oh my god, the fight, and then they fucking they're all yelling in the back. Yes, like, hey, yes. You want an omelet, motherfucker? Right, and right. I'm just like, yeah, I do. Yeah, throwing a f- few more n words. <laughs> yeah, and it's more realistic. But uh, and they're all white, which is yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's always uh, they they have a thing called freezies. Oh, what's that? Get, it's like their own version of a slushy, but it's chocolate. It's really good. <sighs> Like I love a drive-through daiquiri stand. Yes, oh. yes. In New Orleans, you go down there, and they go, if you put the straw in, then you're drinking and driving. As long as the straw's not in, you're fine. <laughs> then it's not an open container. Do you ever get arrested in New Orleans? Many times, many times. <laughs> three times, to be exact. What were I've been in the drunk tank. I, I got arrested three times alone for peeing in public. <sighs> One was technically in Baton Rouge at a uh, football game, LSU. Wait, what, what, outside the stadium? Yeah, just like, I got to go, and I, the line was too long, and I ran out into a parking lot and whizzed, and the cop caught me. Were you just in the middle of the parking lot? I, I love was, when people get caught, and they're like, where were you? I was fucking in the middle of the street. Yeah, no, it was between two cars, but they were moving. But, uh, yeah, no, it was bad. I've been caught many times. I got caught, wa- I was so drunk once, I was peeing in a Waffle House, like in the, the restaurant. Like what? Not, I was walking out the door, and I just whipped it out, and I started peeing as I was walking out the door, and a cop walked in, and I had to look up, and he was like, what the fuck? And he just threw me in the car. You know, I mean, at that point, they got to respect you a little bit, uh, you know? Maybe, maybe. My buddy would do that all the time. He'd piss. We'd be at the bar, and he'd look at me, he goes, I'm pissing. And I'd look, <laughs> and I'd look down, he's just pissing all over the fucking yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. New Orleans is just different, different it's laws different. down there. Yeah, it's Did a you live there in place. your 20s? A little, a little. I got out of there pretty quick because the city will suck your ambition away because it's yeah. so fun and so laid back and everybody's got a Hawaiian shirt on and a straw hat. But uh, you got to get out. I told my friends I want to do stand-up and they just called me a homo and all that. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, shut up. Here, have a beer. You can't. Everybody's like, what are you, better than me? You think you're better than me? There's yeah. a big culture of that. And so I had to get out. And yeah, and I mean, a lot of it's like old family money. I don't right. know, it's a weird system. It's a strange town, and uh, it's the most unique city in America, I'd say. What? Um, it's like Vegas with culture. When you got arrested, how long were you in? Did you spend the night? A lot of drunk tanks. I did like I think the longest I did was like three days. Really? But it, in a holding cell, I never went to like. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, oh, you jail, didn't go upstairs? Jail. No, no rapey. You didn't have shower. to put on the orange suit? No, I never did the orange suit. Oh, that's nice. You? I had to put the orange suit Ooh. on, and I didn't wear underwear. So they uh, they strip you down to your boxers for like four minutes here in your boxers. Then you take your boxers off. Then you got to cough to see if anything's in your asshole. Mm. I didn't wear. I was free balling. I'm the only. I'm with five, 50 of the biggest black guys you've ever yeah. seen. My little Jew dick. I have. <laughs> They all have underwear on. I'm the ah. only one. So there's like a spotlight on my fucking little ass cock. Right on your And cradle. it was freezing in there. You yeah. know? It was just horrendous. And um, Were you covering at least? at least? I was trying. But like if you cover, then you're afraid. Right. You can't show fear. 
I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I would I would show fear. Turned out I had a black cock in my ass the uh, whole time. There they you didn't go. Know that. Looking for but the I'm not gay. It's the only way I could come. Okay. There you go. Hey. You brought it all around. <laughs> here, here. Bring it up. Fucking, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's funny when you get arrested and you're hammered. Because at first you're like, oh, I'm an outlaw. I'm a yeah. badass. Yeah, and then and it wears <laughs> off. Uh, then you're hung over and scared and sad and the confused. The anxiety hits. Yes. And you can't eat that shitty-ass food. Oh, uh, yeah. One time I, uh, remember the balcony bar? Did you ever yeah, there? Dude. Yeah, That was a big spot for us because I lived uptown. So uh, we go to the balcony bar, and I was so dry. I was at a blackout. I barely remember this. I was throwing glass ashtrays off the off the uh, the balcony, and it goes right <laughs> on the Magazine Street, which is like a main yeah. street. And I don't know what I was Right thinking. across from the Bulldog. That's right. Yay! So I eventually hear, <laughs> And I was like, oh, that didn't sound good. But, hey, what are you going to do? You know, you live, you learn. And uh, live, laugh, queef. And then I go downstairs, and there's like a milling about, about around one car. And there's this big frat guy, big, beefy white guy in a button-down and short shorts and loafers. And he's like, who did it? Who did it? And he's so mad. He's never had a bad thing happen to him in his whole life, you know. He's got a woven <laughs> belt. And, uh... I go, oh, shit, is that a glass ashtray? And it was just sitting like a bird's nest right in his windshield. And I was like, that was me. And you know when you're so drunk, you're like, Wait, ah. what? You just admitted to it? Consequences aren't real when you're hammered, you know? I was wasted. Plus, you're proud of your work. I guess so, yeah. And I, you know, I wanted attention. There was a whole crowd there. This was your first stand-up set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, he just starts chasing me. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh and he's chasing God. me around. And uh, I'm, like, getting into cars. I'm, like, trying to unlock cars because he's gaining on me. I'm just so scared and i finally get into a car i've just been running around the, the block a like four times car? it's his car no, no, i no. kept going up and no, down up no, and down no, i swear dude. to god no, no. you know when you got when you're getting chased you're twisting you're turning we're going through traffic we're finish. going up down up down i got in his car and i could see the ashtray in the windshield i was in the back seat so he's doing the boop 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 and the wind the locks are going yeah, up and i'm hitting yeah. them all down True story. Like the bumpers, they, like when the, the, the gopers, the whack-a-mole. Yeah. And so eventually he's like, everybody's laughing, and it's a fun time, but I'm, I'm pretty nervous. And then eventually he goes gets a cop, and a cop comes and just he goes, get out of the car, sir. And I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car until you tell him to back up. And he's like, back up, please, a few feet. And I get out of the car, and this is New Orleans in a nutshell. I get out of the car, the guy cuffs me, and the, the big guy's walking towards me, and I'm like, well... You know, I'm in cops. He's not going to do anything. There's a cop here. And he, the cop lets him hit me. He oh. hit me in the face, and I just fell to my knees, you know, cuffs on. Yeah. And then the cop picked me up and put me in the cop car. And I went to the drunk tank. <laughs> and then the drunk tank was a whole other bag of hammers. I'm in there with a bunch <laughs> of huge black guys. They all talked about your tiny dick. And then... Um, Jason? Yeah, they were like, it was cold in there. It was crazy. I'm glad they knew. <laughs> he had a yarmulke on. Yeah. <laughs> So they just throw you in the drunk tank, I guess, as a white guy. They didn't search me or anything. They just threw me in. This is the 90s. And my phone goes off. I had an old Nokia, like, brick phone. Yeah. And they're like, motherfucker, you got a phone? Oh, shit. Now they're just going through my pocket. No care about who I am or what I, what I could do or how I feel. They just go through my pockets, and they're, they're fighting over it. And I'm like, I got minutes. Remember minutes? <laughs> yeah, dude. And I would go like uh, nine hours over my, and it would be a hundred. Oh, it'd be like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Oh, yeah. And then you don't pay. You just switch the phone carrier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. So true. A text was like thirty cents. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And Back so in my day, they all they all called their baby mamas, and they got this and that. They called Sprint and this and that, and then they, eventually they saw all the commotion. They like took my phone, and then eventually they got me out of Can't there. Really, they, you got your phone fucking. Through. I know. I know. Dude, that's insanity. 
I can't believe you ran into the place where you like were trying. To, that's the funniest thing I've ever. Because you're just going up and down. No, I you get turn it. Turn around. Yeah. You're trying to lose the guy, and eventually you end up back where you started. <laughs> brutal, brutal. One time, I, I I made fun of this guy for running in jeans in New York City. Like uh-huh. right, like the first week I moved here, and uh, you know you see someone running in jeans, you're like, well, it's funny, right? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what are you like running jogging? from? Yeah, like jogging oh, yeah. in jeans. And then he, I guess he heard me. I guess I was too loud, or I had headphones in, or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, what? I can't fucking run in jeans, motherfucker!" And he's like, "Oh, you want to fight me?" And I was like, "No, not really." Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "He's like, he's like, he's like, come down this street and fight me." And I was oh, like, wow. "No, I'm not. I don't want to do that." You Asian know? fella? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> NYU student. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a back. Three backpacks on, and uh, <laughs> so he's walking down the street. And so he walks down the street. My ADD so bad, I swear to God. Ten minutes later, I just walked down the street. Uh, he told me to, and he's with like fifteen friends down no. there. And I, and he's like, "Oh, now he's ready to fight." I was like, "No, I just I like forgot." Yeah, yeah. Was he a teenager? Or? <laughs> he was probably like twenty two. Okay, so. okay. That's a that's a spry age. So he thought I was like a fucking badass because I was walking towards like twenty. I was like, I just have ADD, dude. Yeah. I just. I used to be on Ritalin. I sold it. I didn't take it. it yeah. hurt. You know, I couldn't eat on it. You know. My, so I, what happened? So he just, like, I just walked. He just, like, I was like, no, I swear it's not. And then I, like, walked fast. And, like, luckily he didn't, like, beat the living shit out of me. Like, oh, wow. But, like, I kept walking towards him. I think sometimes we live in a world where, like, we see danger. Yeah. And it doesn't hit us. Yes. You know? Yes. I've had that. You ever see an accident or you see a fight and you just you gravitate towards yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's true, because you think I'll be fine. Yeah. They're fucked up, but I'll be fine. Do <laughs> you think because we look at our screens and we just, like, we live in our screens? Or nah. do you think it's just, like, a natural I thing? I think it's to- natural. Like, I have a, I have a, that hog. I got my hog out there, and I'm whizzing through traffic. And I had a guy pull up next to me goes, dude, I almost hit you. Like, you got to take it easy. And I was like, oh, yeah. But in my head, I was like, I'm on a video game, you know? You're just, I'm in this lane, I'm in that lane, I'm running through red lights. And he was just like, dude, I almost, you almost, Wait, what kind of hog are you driving? I've got a like a moped, like a oh, scooter. Okay. All yeah. right. Do you go helmet? Nah. Who needs Come it? Come on, Mark. See, there you go. I'll be fine. Oh, Even with Corona, we're all doing it. We do it every day. I'll be fine. I, I think I'm this weirdo, but I'll be fine. I know. It's good enough for Tom Hanks. It's good enough for you. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Hanks would drive a moped no helmet. True. You know? True. Well, he drove. I one mean, of Charlie balls a year in New York City. Fucking. I mean, I get it. I get it. We're all gonna why. die one day. Yeah. Why aren't more people on a moped? It's perfect for Manhattan. It's like fourteen miles long, two miles wide. It's like the streets are twenty-five miles an hour. My moped goes about thirty. Okay. I mean, it's perfect. I'm running through. You save red. a ton of money. Save a ton of money. I can park it on the sidewalk. And I can go in the bike lane, and I can go in the regular lane. You go to Milan, Amsterdam, all these places, Paris, it's all moped. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're having fun. Yeah. Are you worried about the corona? Uh, <laughs> there it is. Not really. <laughs> I'd like to see how uh, Tom Hanks comes out of this. <laughs> as long as Tom Hanks is fine. Yeah. But he probably has a lot of fluids, like true. 19 doctors looking at him. That's you true. Know? He's got a, got a good support system, which I don't even have health care, do you? No, how do you not have it? I don't know. I guess how do I not have it? I I, I feel bad. My bad for asking. No, like no, I never signed. I hate signing up for things. I hate forms. I hate it. I would rather fucking get corona than fill out a same, seven page same. form. I always say if I was a registered sex offender, I wouldn't get registered. I would just be a sex offender. 
Because the registration is taking too long. At least they do it for you with registered sex offenders. Yeah, that is nice. The DMV, yeah. they, you got to do it yourself. Right, you know? right. Yeah. But uh, I just... So if you're thinking about fucking a kid and you have to... F- if you're worried about forms, you're good. Yes. That's what you're saying? Yes. All right, cool. Well, I just jumped the turn. <laughs> I jumped the turnstiles a lot, again, just for a rush. And I got popped eventually. And uh, I still haven't paid it because I tried and it was like... Put this in, then it was like error, and I just gave up. Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I'm did gonna. You, did I you gotta have to pay show it. up. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Joelle Johnson pushed me through the turnstile from behind. She mm. pushed me through. We didn't even discuss this. Yeah, so we did a twofer. That's assault. Tell me about it. Uh-huh. So then the cops are right there. They fucking give us a ticket. We got to show up, and fucking we showed up, and they're like, "Well, it's a hundred, whatever." We wanted to fight it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what the hell she told them, but the cop was like, yeah, I remember you pushing her. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, no, I swear this woman pushed me. Uh. I look like such a little pussy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and the, racist, too. Where's, where's the privilege? Uh, you tell me. Damn, that's yeah, a bummer. I ended up having to spend it. And I don't know. I remember they were like, you have to have this, this form, and this form to get out of it. And I just showed up. I, I had none of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, you're not. I know. That's the other thing. I've already lost the ticket, so I don't know how to... Because even if I try to pay, they're like, what's the ticket number? I'm going to go, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then it takes too long online. you got to talk to three different people. Yes, you're like, and then yes. you're in jail for 30 years because you didn't exactly. want to fill out a fucking ticket form. I tried to fill out health care, and it said an error, and I just gave up. <laughs> oh, dude, how bad does it suck when you fill out paperwork, right? Mm. And then you hit the arrow yep. of the internet Uh-oh, arrow back, back instead of the you, website you arrow. You lose it all. You lose it all. Uh, <laughs> fucking lose my mind, dude. I, I, I've never done a tax in my life. <laughs> I, I'm like uh, Al Capone. I got syphilis. I can't do taxes. I'm a mess. Dude, I didn't do taxes for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. we got to probably cut that out, but I owe the government a lot of same, money. Same, same. We have a couple of Wesley Snipes over here. <laughs> I wish I had that career. He's so <laughs> fast. The Major League. Oh, yeah. Blade. Oh, man. I love that movie. Major League. When he wakes up. So good. Do you remember when he wakes up in the morning and they're all racing each other? Yeah. And he comes out in his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> nice catch. Don't ever fucking do it again. <laughs> Underrated comedy. Fantastic comedy. I mean, that was pre-AIDS where uh, Sheen. Yeah, that's right. That's he, right. Well, Sheen had a lot of pre-AIDS stuff. <laughs> Yeah, most now of his career is pre-AIDS, I They're think. saying now he's a Corey Haim fucker. That's what they're saying. They're fucking? No, no. Oh, 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 sorry. I wouldn't, you know, Corey Haim, I wouldn't pass, put, put it past. Corey me, Haim's no. been dead for like nine years. Oh, I'm thinking of Feldman. <laughs> sorry, the Corey. Wow, even post-death, he's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Haim is, Feldman's career is less dead than Haim's. But, uh, or more dead. There I don't know. I fucked it up. Uh, uh, rewind. No, no, I'm fucking around. But so, no, but no, that uh, Sheen was fucking Haim, like, when he was a kid. Oh, That's shit. What, Feldman's coming out with all these claims. What? That's the only one I've read so far. But who else is it? Do we know anyone else that he's claiming fuck kids? I think he's saving that for the next one. Oh. oh. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing about our society? And I don't want to get too queefy here. Please do. But, uh... I do a pedophile joke, and I, I get all this backlash and jizz in my face and letters and DMs, like, how could you say that? And then we we love, we crave, like, the Michael Jackson doc and kids getting his asshole spread apart. We're like, all right, popcorn time, you know? Yeah. The Corey Feldman, it's all about kid rape, and we can't wait. And that really happened. But the jokes people can't handle. 
It's weird. You can get entertained through drama. Yes. But not through comedy. Yeah. Even like hip hop, it's like I'll kill a bitch, I'll put a you know, a foot up her ass, and then I'll shoot my neighbor in the face and then I jizz yeah. on the corpse <laughs> yeah. and everybody's like bobbing their head. Yeah. And I'm like, That's real. Mine was a, a zinger, a yuck 'em up. Have you added your jokes to music? Maybe, Maybe that's, that's what we the need. key. Or have Maybe you that's tried the rhyming? Key. Maybe I'll rhyme. Because rhyming makes it a little cuter, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. It's poetry. Like, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's kind of weird, too, that he's like, and we're going to tell you who fuck kids when we come yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Next episode. And you're like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat all the popcorn. Right. I can't wait to hear about what kid got diddled. <laughs> Even like Ted Bundy. It's like, oh, Ted Bundy, Doc. Oh, I can't wait to hear about these girls getting fucking massacred. <laughs> I think Sam Morell had the had the joke about like uh, like the person that has been a serial killer, but he hasn't killed enough to get a Netflix special. Uh, that's funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to it's me. It's true. You got to to be on Netflix. You got to be a famous comic or a serial killer. But you got to be handsome too, apparently. Well, well not to be a comic, but to be a serial yeah, killer. Oh, yeah. You got to be handsome to be a comic. We'd have three. <laughs> we have Anthony Jeselnik, Daniel Tosh, and is Daniel Tosh that good? Like none. I of... don't know. I yeah. assume is he? See, she's bobbing. I think we're no. Yeah. We got one yes, one no. I think com- we all get graded on a scale when we're comics. Well, the funny helps. Thank God women can see other shit than our looks. We'd be fucked. We, the society wouldn't. But do you think if you were better looking? Because I, I would say you're like a 7.58, like out in wow, the real world. That's, that's a little high. You that, think? That was your biggest laugh here. <laughs> that's the only laugh for some reason. <laughs> I tell him to shut up. <laughs> I pay him to be quiet. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so you're a seven, five, eight, whatever. Well, by the if, laugh, we got to go down to five, yeah, I think. Yeah, apparently you're a three. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was Ralphie May. <laughs> Is dick size included in this? No, anyways, I'm, I'm so let's say you're a six. Okay. okay Can we six. agree with a six, ladies? All right, that's above average. If you were a nine, wait, are we talking about inches? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> now, if uh, if you were a nine, I don't think people would enjoy you as much. You think? I don't know. A lot of people they'll go. I just think with comedy, there's there there's a good looking level where you stop being taken seriously, especially as a woman. Interesting. Well, I think Nikki Glazer's an attractive gal, and she's doing fine. Yeah, but that's how, name another one. Well, there's not Eliza a lot of She's doing great. Whitney Cummings is attractive. She's doing great. But I think all these women, including Nikki, would would admit that in the real world, they're like seven and a half, eight. Well, they're comedy hot. Yeah, for that's sure. what I'm saying. For sure, yeah. Which I don't know. Is, is that offensive? I don't know. I mean, they're they're all attractive, but there's well, not a comic who's like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, exactly. If that's you're that what I'm hot, saying. you don't need to be a comic. Yeah. Or want to be. But I don't think people will listen to you and like think that you have any problems. Maybe, maybe, but I also, on the other hand, I think the the industry is so dumb that they're just like good looking. Put them on TV. That's true. So I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think. Well, they talk about it. They're like, if you, you got to either be very attractive or very disgusting. Yes, yes. I'm in that gooey middle. But you too. We're <laughs> both in that I'm, middle. Yeah, we're very in that gooey middle. Like I always say, if we got into a wheelchair, we'd be, we'd have a better career because we'd be the wheelchair comic. Yeah. But then all your jokes would have to be about your fucking wheelchair. I know. I'm on a roll. All this shit. You <laughs> Look know. at him go. Yeah, yeah. I'm the chairman of the board. Woo. Yeah, I'm handy capable. Shut up. I feel like you're, you've written a lot of these already. <laughs> well, I used to open for a wheelchair guy. Luckily, he died. I, there was a... <laughs> Corona? No, no, no. Uh, he rolled in the traffic. <laughs> I tried to stop it. I put a broomstick in the spokes. It didn't stop him. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the chair didn't get hit, but when he flew out, he got killed. Yeah, uh, the, uh, <laughs> exactly. The, they, you know, they have very soft back of the heads. I don't know why. Oh uh, yeah. There was a wheelchair comic. The the saddest part about a wheelchair comic is picking them up to put them on stage. Like, well, can you roll them? No. Well, a lot of the places don't have a oh, ramp. Access, yeah. So you got to spend like five of the openers. You got to have at least nine openers just right. to get you up there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you yeah. need a whole team. I was wondering why people in wheelchairs wear shoes. I was thinking oh, about that. Well, the you other don't want to see their gross handicapped feet. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's wearing shoes because he's a human being. Yeah, but they don't have to be. N- I, yeah, yeah, I guess. But you're not walking. I always wonder why don't deaf people wear earmuffs? If blind people are wearing sunglasses, I feel like deaf should go. Yeah, but you don't see weird ears. Like their ears don't look deaf. Oh, uh, blind eyes are weird. Oh yeah, blind oh, eyes are I empty. Know. I think or empty. they're. <laughs> what do you well, mean? Like a hole with well, the, the socket? There's a few different blinds. Okay. There's no there's no eyes. Uh-huh. There's cataracts which become gray Whoa. over. Then there's just uh dead eyes. Mm. And then there's fake eyes which are fucking when people get like fake eyes put in. Yeah, glass eye. Yeah. So then but then deaf ears there's no real like unless you get burned. Mm. That looks ridiculous. But yeah. if you had your ears burnt off, right. then you would cover them up, right? I get also cauliflower ear doesn't look great. Not, I not, know a couple wrestlers with those fucked up ears. It's the last person you want to fight, right? Oh, that too. Yeah, that's the thing about fighting now is that you you go out, you used to kind of talk shit to a guy, and now you're like that kid could know <laughs> jujitsu and krav maga and all this shit. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get in fights anymore. No, nah, and we're getting old, fatty. Uh, you know, well, you're 39. <laughs> I'm 41. We're all old now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how old you are. I am 39. Really? I'm turning 40 in April. Wow, if I live it. that long, we'll see. Wow. I don't know. I think we're all going to die. This corona thing is scaring me a little bit but in a way, but here I am. I'm sitting here. So Yeah, we're having fun. You know what's great about corona is I haven't heard anybody complain about a gender reveal party. You know, like I feel like a lot of the bullshit has just kind of dissipated. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I we're, see. Like, like the Astros everything. are so happy this corona happened after this whole. Wait, what happened with them? Oh, they well, cheated. They, they cheated. Yeah, yeah. But no one talks about it anymore. Exactly. We got real problems. Yeah. Like, like the old days, you know? Yeah. They, you know, suicide rates go way up when a society is thriving. Oh, because they expect more for their lives. No, well, no. that maybe, but because there's no one to blame. Like, you know, if you're poor, you go, well, once I make money, I'll be happy. Or once I get laid, I'll be happy. Or once I do this. But when you're everything's going great, you have no reason why you're sad. And you're like, well, shit, I got to just end it. Whoa. That's dark. That's heavy. Sorry, I read a lot about no, this No, no, no. I like that. I mean, it sounds like you want to kill yourself. No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I have comedy at least. I You're can riding a vest but no helmet. Yeah, I'm living, baby. I'm all about living. Someone think you want to die. I'm aware that we have it good. All we do is bitch and moan on Twitter all day and yeah. blow each other. Ah, you said the wrong word, and that's not the right pronoun, and I'm gay, and my dad doesn't love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. That's just your therapist. Yeah. Hey. hey. I learned from the best. Queef. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I get that. I mean, I, I do think, like, real problem. I, I think about, like, when people are only living to about 30, you know, like, naturally. Like, that was yeah, old age. It's yeah. like, why would you even try to do any? Or I know. maybe it will make you want to do more in a short period of time. Right. So then you're like, oh, I got to take over the world right. as quick as possible. And maybe it inspires you maybe. to do more. Maybe. But, I like, the 27 Club, it's like Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix. Like, how do they get so much done by 27? That's insane. I don't know. I think, I, I, I don't know. 
I didn't get my first TV credit till I was 29. I didn't start staying up till I was 38. It, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, it's gone pretty well for yeah, me. Yeah, you're doing great. You already got a podcast. <laughs> you're a year in. Pretty good. No, I didn't start staying up till I was 30. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, and then Pete Davidson has, you know, at 20. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I guess so. Ariana Grande is doing very well. <laughs> She's like 18 or whatever. Bieber. I just saw Pete Davidson's movie. It was good. The Day of How's Adolescence that or That's something. That's I think my roommate has some weird thing that we could rob. Oh, great. M- take money from him. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But um, What's he, it about? I mean, I don't want to spoil. He's, uh, <laughs> it's very. Is uh, it like true to life kind of thing? He's yeah, okay. kind of. He's like a, a burnout. And uh, he was dating this kid's older sister. He broke up with the older sister. And then him and the kid became good friends. But the kid was six years younger. Mm. So as they age. Pete starts getting not as cool because he's uh-huh. out of high school. Right. And the kid looks up to him, uh-huh. but he's actually, like, can achieve. And so it's, I don't know, it's about. Like, Interesting. You know, All right. just growing up, you know. Coming of age. I like a nice coming of age story. I don't feel like they make them that much anymore. No, no, no. Well, They're no all... one no one comes of age now. I mean, we're, we're almost 40 <laughs> and we're just, uh, I'm wearing socks and a, you're wearing a hoodie. Like, no one's, we're not aging anymore. We're you just... mean I'm not a man when I had my bar mitzvah? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you got pubes and that's it. Before you would have had a mortgage and three kids by now and uh, maybe like a weird laundry business. Now you just have a pod, a watch, and a hat. That's it. <laughs> that's all you need. And chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I don't know. Why don't we come of age though? Why? Why do people? We're in a perpetual feel like... state of youth, and it's cause, you know. It's but it's because we live in New York, and I, I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. And we don't want to grow up, and growing up sucks, and we don't want a responsibility, and I don't know. Do you want a kid? Not really. There you go. You'd rather have a pod. Part of me wants to, but I see my brother. I just, I don't think I could. Same, same. I'm too selfish. I'm too selfish. And my brother grabs me every Thanksgiving after having four beers. He goes, don't do it. And I I look at his wife, and she's holding two kids and breastfeeding and wiping asses. And, you know, they're all screaming, and they're knocking the plates over. And I'm like, God. Yeah, but when the kid's like 15 and he's playing sports with his dad That's and, nice. and his life is kind of over in the sense right. like he's older, then I'll look over and be like, I'm glad I went through that, Mark. I'm sorry I, I gave know. that advice. I know. That's true. And I go to his house and it's a home. He's got a Christmas tree and yeah. they're hugging and they're all, you know, doing drugs and blowing each other. But it does look nice. Like, what? what is your – because – I mean, you do very well in this business that we've been doing. What is there a goal? Is there a, like an idea where you want to live? Like, do you just want to stay in New York and just keep grinding like you're doing? Because you, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you grind harder than pretty much any comedian. Quite a grinder. Well, I just want to be good at it, and uh, it's hard to generate material for me. Like, I gotta, I gotta go up and go up and go up and write and write and write. So I just want to be a good comic. I want to sell tickets. And uh, I like the Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan. Like, you're you're selling out, but you're not. I want to be able to walk to an airport. Yeah, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. And but you do grind, and you do feel like you constantly need to get these jokes. Like, yeah. And like you do a ton of late nights. I mean, you're yeah. you probably write more material than anyone I know or anyone pretty much in the world. Do you when you get that late night and you get it all together? What when do you feel happy through the process or after it's done or do you even have time to like acknowledge that you feel good from what? it? Like why are you pushing so it's hard? It's a good question. I I like I like where I like where you're going here. It's uh, one. I think it's all life is uh, pretty much meaningless. If we're about to get real yeah. serious here, life is pretty much meaningless, and I think the only thing keeping us going is pushing that ball up the hill. Sisyphus. 
pushing that ball, that boulder up the uh, the mountain, and then the boulder rolls down. You push it up again, and then you die. Yeah. And I think for me, the material and the new jokes and getting the laughs and getting the sets is pushing it up. And then the special comes out, ball rolls down, you do it again. Mm-hmm. And a late night is a little good push, and another late night's a good push, and getting on TV is fun and all that. And it, it's just, I think that's what it's about is just having goals and being busy, and it's satisfying. We're very obsessed with happiness, but I think satisfaction yeah. is the real key to life. It's more sustainable, and I feel like it's more real and, and you can do it over and over again yeah. i feel like happiness like i have a little bit of success this year and like the first theater show i did i was like oh and then literally like five later i'm just like i know so it's yeah. like then what is but, every, but then when i do it two new jokes yes and i open with it in front of a thousand people and i was like ah yeah and i get it back oh, so it's like that's feeling. what we're searching what I guess. a feeling and you know you look at a picture from the 20s and you go everyone here is dead yeah, I don't know any of these people. They're all forgettable. Who gives a fuck? That's going to be us. Yeah, People need to face that. We're all going to die. But with material, much like build, uh, an architect or building a car or building a desk, you have something. You have a joke that no one else has, and you created it out of nothing. Yeah, How cool is that? With your brain, you made a joke that didn't exist before, and then a bunch of people heard it and laughed. Well, That's pretty Carlos amazing. Mencia bit. But, well, sure, you, know, you stole the bit. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. But he thought, well, no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't either. He, didn't he, either. he stole it from me. No, but I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I have heard, though, where people are like, when someone has that point, but then they're like, well, everyone's going to be dead, so your material will be dead, too. No, <laughs> the material could live. But not past human race. I'm well, saying, I'm, that. yeah, all right. Well, that's a whole different yeah, ball game. No, I'm yeah. just saying, like, and then when I heard that, I was like, well, now there's really not. right. Like right. before, I was like, yeah, I'll leave a legacy. Yeah. But, but it's it's easy yeah. to sit around and go, ah, what's the point of all of it? Yeah, yeah. But then why, might as well just sit in a room and get fat and kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, it's I think it's all about having some goal, some purpose, and go towards it. And I think that's the key to a fulfilling life. Have you taken time? Like, within the last, I don't know, 10 years, I mean, since you did your first late night, what's the longest amount of time you've taken off just to breathe a little bit? Oh, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Four or five days at the most. <laughs> I went to Italy with a lady and did it up and all that, and uh, that was fun. Even that's doing something, though, you know what I true, mean? Like, true, true. Vacation, to me, is, like, almost it's more work. exhausting than yeah, fucking... Yeah, totally. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh, but, you know... Like just sit in New York and not. I do can't smart. do that. No, that's that equals sad. Well, I wonder to me. what would. Yeah, is that like what would happen? Like these staycation bullshit. I'm like, yeah. oh no, kill me, kill me. People are like, why do you get up so much? I like it. Yeah, I, I get I get a rush out of it. It's fun, you know. It's. But you're not. You don't think it's deeper, like trying to impress, like your father, or trying nah, to impress anyone. Nah, they don't care. Or impress your childhood that. people. Like, were you cool in high school? No, no, no. I mean, I was just like. Do you ever cool ever have someone in mind where you're like? Fuck that guy no, because no, I'm on that. television or got, anything. It's all internal. It's 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 like my brain is going fuck that guy to me. Yeah. So I I gotta keep chasing it because he won't shut up. And what if that dies down a little bit? Do you get worried when you're when you're not as being as hard on yourself? No, no. That's a that's like a, a relief. <laughs> that's why I drink. Yeah. Shuts that guy up for ten minutes. Like people say, when are you gonna get married? I'm like, I'm getting yelled at enough. Yeah, have you ever tried antidepressants or anything like that? No, I don't, see, I don't even think I'm depressed. I just not I, depressing, but I it I doesn't make mean... me depressed, but it just lowers your thoughts. Oh, really? But maybe those thoughts are why you come up. Yeah, with... yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look at a guy like Bill Burr. He's clearly an angry guy. He's clearly got some issues. He's fucking hilarious. One of the best comics of all time. But I think he figured out how to channel it and be funny with it, and I think that's the key. 
You know, yeah. instead of like uh, drowning it with drugs, I think you got to work it. Yeah. You know, like a, a lot of boxers were beaten. Don't run away from it or hide yeah, it. Yeah, use it. Boxers, yeah. a lot of boxers were beaten or they had a horrible childhood and they took that and put it into beating the fuck out of this other guy. <laughs> and their children. And their kids <laughs> and their wives. But uh, yeah. <laughs> You gotta channel it. You gotta channel. No, no, you're right. But you gotta. I, I'd right. rather like tame the crazy horse than just shoot it with a fucking tranquilizer. Why well, do I think about like my twenties? I made like that one deal. I made a lot of money. I've talked about it on here before, and like oh, real estate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it came easy because the market, whatever. And then the feeling I get from stand up and like putting together a set, it's not even close. Oh, really? To, to uh, no, no, no. It's way better. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's way better putting together. Something for no money yes. than making all this money. Now, that here, could be here. from a place of privilege because, like, if I did lose everything, I wouldn't be on the street. Right. So I think there's probably something there. But I uh, think you're completely right. You created something, and yeah. you got laughs, and it was human yeah. interaction, and it was art, and it was different. It was that, that's, that's what it's all about. And, look, we could all sit around going, oh, man, that Mulaney's got a great career. He's so yeah. good-looking and likable, and he's wearing a suit, and he's fucking rich and all that. And I go, I wish I was that. But then I go on the road to some shitball town, Chattanooga, and these young comics are like, oh, my God, you're here. I can't believe I'm like, me? <laughs> yeah. I, I used to wet the bed. I got, I got shit in my underwear right now. Like, I'm nobody. And how does that feel? It's it's it's. Do you eye-opening. take that in? I can't. I take can't it in well. I can't. My my therapist told me because I get a lot of DMs like you're so funny and blah blah. And I'm like ah nice nice. And one guy's like your ears are weird. I'm like ah this fucking chooch. He's right. I hate him. <laughs> Look when you're deaf you can cover him. Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, no, like why do you like I I've gotten that before too and like. You focus on the bad. Always focus on the bad. Yeah. I saw Larry David talking about that where he'd walk around New York City. And he'd be like, we love you, Larry. And then one guy's like, fuck you, Larry. <laughs> and he's like, for four days, he'd just be like, why the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Fuck. But I, I, he has a great story about it. He's like my hero. Oh, he's but the, yeah. He said he was on the show Fridays, which is like the biggest thing he's ever done up to this point. He's like poor comedian for his whole life. And he bought a convertible. It's the first time he had some real money. And he was at a red light, <laughs> and a guy at the bus stop goes, oh, <laughs> your show stinks. And he said he put that convertible <laughs> top up and returned the car. Like he just drove it back to the lot and said, "I want my money back," and He's I like, totally you, get that. Can you tint these windows? I know, I know. <laughs> he just drives off in a hearse and just rides in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fucking. Yeah, that is exactly what my brain is like. But I can't handle criticism, man. Same, really- because it just validates every thought you have. But here's the thing: Would you rather be that other kook who's going? Hell yeah. Oh. Look at all these people loving me. I'm the shit. I'm awesome. Those guys suck. Yeah. We, we, we do this all day. Like, you got to love yourself. You got to learn to love yourself. <laughs> You're number one. No, everybody who thinks that is a horrible hang. I don't want to hang out with that guy. By the way, I love that you have two dicks in all these. <laughs> I'm milking a cow here. Oh, is it a yeah, cow? Yeah, that's an udder. That's an udder. You're like, these motherfuckers with their two no, dicks. No, he's milking his ego. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There is something about, uh, like, when someone gets off and... They bombed horribly, oh, and they're like, they were yeah. good, huh? Like, they don't even register. Right. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like when I when I was coming up, like, you, Sam Morell, there's certain kind of comics that, like, I feel like I get a little nervous around because I feel like you guys, you write a certain way. It's, it's tight. Yeah. It's like... It's exactly what the New York way, like how right. I, how you're like kind of thinking, like the comedy seller way of how you would write and how you would approach right. stand up and what you post is still stand up like heavy. Yeah. And it's like, and I watched that and I was like, I want to do that, but then I kind of want to like 
be no, silly and shit. Be but then, like, I assume, like, then I'm not taking it seriously no, as no, that. No. that. I mean, that kind of shit has dissipated somewhat because of Zoloft, you right, know? Right, right. But, yeah, uh, Zoloft. <laughs> but look at, look at L.A. Look at L.A. All the, the, their act is very silly, yeah. very, like, fame-based, very, like, cool sneakers and all this shit, leather jackets. <laughs> And they're not as tight as the New York guys, but they're doing way better. They're all millionaires, yeah. and huge fan base, theater shows. And we're all doing clubs barely. I'm barely <laughs> selling tickets, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you're, I mean, your Instagram and I don't know. I feel like you can push it. You did Rogan. I mean, yeah, I feel like your sales have been better now. Way better. I'm finally selling tickets for the first time in my life. We got a fucking pandemic. <laughs> finally selling tickets. Everything was sold out. Pandemic. It's definitely a correlation. Yeah, yeah, something's up. Who's bring, who's trying to bring you down? I know the Jews <laughs> again. You control the weather <laughs> and the uh, corona, but yeah, um, no, I don't know. It's it's a weird brain, but I think you need it. But you got to yeah. channel it, so that's the key. And I couldn't do it. I mean, you really, I can't imagine a job where like nothing, like you can push and stand up, and you get immediate, like you you see the results. Yeah, yeah. There's so many totally, jobs totally. that are like. You can push all you want. You can make as many sale calls as you right, want. Right, right. But, like, you don't see – I guess you could see the results in, like, your sales numbers. But yeah. I don't know if you can really feel that. It's the same know? with a cook. You see a cook back there fucking sweating and, you know, yeah. wiping his brow, and he's flipping an omelet. And you're like, you're making the same money whether this place is empty or full. Well, why would you do that, you know? Yeah. And that's how I, I think with stand-up, you, it's a lot like that. Sometimes you're killing it, and you're like – Everybody's like, you're so funny, but you're still making no money. Well, do you feel like if you had a kid, I mean, I think it would just open up so much more material to you, but do you think it would get in the way of your productivity? No, I think it would push me harder, actually, which is hard to do, <laughs> but it would it would make me grind. Like, I got to raise this kid now. I got to support this kid and make money and more money and sell a show. Or so. I'd probably use the kid. Like, here, sit on my lap on the set, <laughs> you know, we got to... We got to get some money here. I love it. You just get an Instagram photo once a month with this kid. I feel like a lot of fathers do that. They oh, just, yeah. They'll be like, oh, look at me and, and uh, Timmy. What, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't well, think of the name. Louie and, always said that. He was like, once I had two daughters, because he was just like a blah, you know, road guy, you know. Yeah. And then he had two daughters. He's like, I got to fucking step this up. And then he became this genius, you know, because he had to push. It's in you, baby. Yeah, it is interesting when people are like, well, I couldn't do anything without my kid. It's yeah, like you yeah. kind of use the kids as like people use kids to not do anything right, and to like right. and then to say they the only reason why they've done stuff. That's a good you, point. Yeah, it's like well, oh, oh, you know, without the kids, I wouldn't leave and go on the road and cheat on their mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Louie. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. That's freaking like how much of it is like when you push that hard though? Is it from like people like me being like you push a lot? Do nah, you have that nah, in your it's mind? All it's internal. all internal. All internal. Like I've had, I've gotten into fights with friends. I'm not going to say who, but they're like, "You're too competitive. You got to relax. It's bothering me." And I, I feel like you're doing it to spite me. And I'm like, "No, it's all me. I don't even know what you're doing. Wow. I, I don't even compete with you. You do your own thing. I'm doing my thing." And you know, when you're, I did four sets last night, and uh, I was just a joke got working by the end of it. And I was like, "This was all worth it. I got something out of this. It felt <laughs> good." Like Kobe, Brian. I don't, I don't know what happened to him. But uh, you don't hear from him much anymore. But he well, he's would, not playing basketball anymore. Somebody said, like LeBron or somebody said, he went to the gym and Kobe was there working yeah. out. And he's like, damn, I got here at 8 a.m. And he's been here for – he's sweating. And then he's like, well, I'm going to stay here until he leaves. I'm going to outdo Kobe. And then Kobe said, I'm going to outdo him. So they just worked out the whole day <laughs> and, like, oh, into the night because – or they just shot baskets because they didn't want to, like – 
for, out. The, for their kids. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah, totally yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, I totally no, get I hear that. what you're saying. And then look how great Kobe is. And LeBron. So there's something to it. Well, Tyson Fury, you know, the, yeah, boxer, the boxer, he told a story I, I just saw on Instagram where uh, uh, Klitschko, which who he fought to get the championship, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, PhD, by the way. Who, Klitschko? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So he would have... He would invite people to spar with, and he would bring them into this really hot sauna mm. to just sit there, like, after they train. Yeah. And his whole thing, and what Tyson Fury heard, is that he would sit in there longer than ah, anyone. right. And Fury was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to sit in here longer than you. And he's like, yeah, I almost passed out, yeah, like, nine yeah. times. And he fucking, not only did Klitschko get out, Fury waited, like, another <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And he thought, because of that, that put it in his fucking brain. That I can't beat you, and that's yes. why he already knew he won the fight wow. after something. You know, that's I don't know. It's just like one of those things where it's like, does that shit really it's work? In it's yeah. in you. And that's not him going, I don't like you, Klitschko. I-, I think I'm better than you. It's just like, let me see how good I am. Let me see what I can do, what I'm capable of. And if they're mad at you, they're mad at themselves. They're just deflecting it to you. I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of them be like, oh, you work too hard. You're, you're, you know, you're yeah. too funny. You're right. killing me. You're burying me. Yeah, yeah. I can't write. I'm doing the same joke from 10 years ago. <laughs> it's your fault, though. The, I mean, I don't yeah. want to get too deep into stand-up, but uh, look at David Tell. Funniest guy on the planet. Yeah. Quickest guy. Best jokes. Brilliant. Produces the most material. Prolific. He thinks he's the biggest hack. He hates his act. He hates him. He gets all he murders the crowds in stitches, and he's like, "Ah, I suck. I'm a piece of shit. I hate myself." And you're like, "What? You're the king." I know, but that's uh, that's it. It's it's a disease. Part of me looks at that though. I think it is a lot. I mean, it's all internal, like you said. I'm sure it's probably very similar with him. But then part of me is like, "But that's the mystique of mm, him." You know what I mean? He true, comes off he's like a fucking bomb, and then everyone's like, "You didn't bomb, right, Dave. Right. You're the best. You're but the he, best comic." Just but like I don't this, think he can't absorb it. I don't think he's doing it to get the no, reassurance. No, he's miserable. <laughs> Clearly, my buddy said he watched them uh, buy socks, mm-hmm. and it took him like an hour to buy socks, and then he just left. He never even bought them. But he's like, Whoa. he was just looking at like socks. Wow, like, it kind of tells you. What yeah. someone's brain is. He's uh, he's got a lot going on uptown. I mean, what are you doing for that brain of yours? Do you uh, do you try to do anything? Do you do yeah. you do some therapy, right? I do or therapy, you know, once every week or so. I exercise. Exercise is key. I yeah. think people don't do exercising. And uh, yeah, you know, every now and then I'll do a little boxing and uh, just write, get up, yeah. try to progress. It's all about progressing. No man, you, it sounds like you attack everything. That hey, got to attack. But then you seem very laid back, but I don't think that that's, uh, that's after you drink, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm hungover right now. Are you? Yeah. Can I get a beer, by the way? How are we doing on that, huh? And where are we at time? Oh. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. We can knock that out. Yeah, this is great. But yeah, that's why I had to get out of New Orleans. That town is... Uh, it's, I would be dead if I stayed there. I would be dead, too, I, and you, you get on a bad path. A lot of people, I guess, say that, but I guess maybe you would learn somewhat oh, of, a, of a lesson. Thank you. Eventually, you would just be like, "Okay, I'm going to stop going to Bourbon, right?" But yeah, of course, it's like going to Times Square. I just can't handle that. I don't know how you handle the hangovers. I mean, I'm, I guess with bad. a beer, but they're like, bad. Like, does it? Do you think? It, I mean, you're so. Like, I take an Adderall usually. Is that what happens? My hangovers are so bad, I, and I have friends like I never get hungover. I'm like, ah, that's a curse because you'll just drink till you're dead. 
Dude, that's so funny. Because I have a buddy that's like ripped to shreds, but he'll eat McDonald's all the time. Mm. I'm like, your insides look like fucking my outside. You it's loser. a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. all had that friend in high school who's like an Adonis and like ripped and <laughs> can do anything. And now he's like, he's got used to that. And now he looks like hell. Yeah. Because he's like, it's almost better to be a little below, you know, like. To keep that, pushing you? Yeah, to keep pushing you. It's, yeah. it's a better way to live because if you're just perfect, you have nothing to gain. Were you small growing up? Like, what was your... Like, sure, thing? Yeah. sure. Small I'll, guy, you know, got a big, big, beefy white dudes down south, you know? Not like here where there's all these, you know, Jews <laughs> just inbreeding and, you know, getting allergies from uh, milk. Oh, what I would do to go to school with a bunch of Jews. I Yeah, I went to school with a lot of big yeah. uh, white Christians. Mm-hmm. I was a tiny little bitch. Like, were you on the, did you take the uh, the bus a lot? And that's where you, like, where did you start finding out that you were funny? I guess, you know, school. Just, I was obsessed with comedy. I grew up watching the Marx Brothers and Bill Murray and SNL and all that shit and cartoons. What got you into that, though? I mean, was that YouTube well, at just, that point? I think, like, everybody but, likes comedy, right? No, I know, but the Marx Brothers, I mean, not oh, a lot of people yeah. are, like, fucking going oh, to the library to true. fucking check out fucking wow. we had a thing called blockbuster <laughs> back then where you go rent tapes but i remember i told my mom like oh this is so funny that's so funny and then she was like have you tried carlin and i was like no and i remember listening to carlin being like this is insane it's just some old guy being like these fucking faggots i'll tell you everybody's so much of a pussy i was like this is awesome so i listened to more of that and you see like oh he's really doing something there and then when chris rock came out i was blown uh, blown yeah N-words versus black. I've been saying that for years. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, he just, like, that set, that bring the pain yeah. set blew my mind, and I know you could do that, and this, the leather suit and the walking around. Like, Eddie Murphy, to me, is is a, you know, great star. and all, But I always thought he was overrated stand-up-wise. You know, it's just, he looks great. He's a great presence, great charisma. But that Chris Rock set, holy shit. But he, I would say that Chris Rock is a joke writer that you can kind of wrap your head around. Because yeah. you're very tight. And then Eddie Murphy's more of a performer, like yeah, the L.A. Yeah. kind of guys, you know? Right, which people like, but I, yeah. I want those jokes. I want to go, oh, I never thought about it. That's why I like Seinfeld. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. That's interesting. Good way to think about that. I fucking love rocks. That His joke about when he was nervous about having AIDS. Oh. And he, he called. He would call. see if they're dead. <laughs> she died? How'd she die? She got hit by the bus? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh, yeah. I know it back to front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Toss Salad Man, all that shit. Yeah, the, the big piece of chicken, Robitussin. He, yeah, and I mean, he, like Louie, found, like, people, like, with Rock, even, he started, like, yelling and having, like, he changed his act. Not necessarily because of his kids, maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, Louie. No, Chris Rock. Oh, did. oh. Like, what a lot mean? of people were like, he, like, he didn't yell like that at the beginning. Like, people, mm. apparently, he didn't, like, pace and, like, have this whole, like, oh, really? persona. I don't know. I've heard that before. Well, I heard there's that famous story about how he was on the road headlining, and he had a little bit of heat from SNL, but he was barely on that. And so he had a little bit of heat. He's selling some tickets, and he had this opener. I think it was in D.C., and it was Martin Lawrence. And he fucking annihilating. He's running around the stage. He's got leather on. He's sweating. He's humping the stool. He's doing this. He's doing that. And Rock was just a standstill guy. And he said he couldn't follow him. And that was like an eye opener. Yeah, I heard that story. What You opened for Seinfeld recently. That's mm-hmm. your, like your hero. Yeah, totally. One of them, yeah. I mean, that's got to... Unbelievable. I still can't even... I've heard the story. I don't know. Did Was there any pushback after that story got out? I'm or, scared or, he heard it. Yeah. I'm terrified he heard it because... We've we've still been chatting here and there, but every time every day goes by, I'm like, maybe you heard it today, maybe you heard it today, <laughs> and I can't. I'm too scared to text him because I'm just gonna. I'm worried he'll write back. Please delete my number. I heard the pod or something like that. I, I would just kill myself. I don't know how I'd handle that. 
But then, but it's all internalized. I know, I know. <laughs> it's on you. That's I know. You, who cares what Seinfeld thinks? You well, want to ask $500 million? Yeah, and, I'm a fan. <laughs> I just want him to like me. Maybe it's a dad thing or uh, just a hero thing, but I feel like I, 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 just the fact that I piqued his interest enough to let me open or he knows my name, is it, I have his phone number. I have this guy's fucking Phone number, the king of all Jews, the the king of observational comedy, the best sitcom of all time. Number, you know how many hours of him I've consumed. Yeah, and no. then I got to sit on the side of the stage, and he he went like, "Hey, that that one bit is great." I was like, "Oh my god, it's insane." We act like it's no big deal. It's insane. No, I do. I love that you think it. Not that you think that it is a big deal. Oh yeah, but like I like. It is interesting with celebrity and how we see them through the TV, sure. and then we give his opinion higher ground than, like, let's say there's, you know, comics that are probably just as good as him that didn't yeah, have of the course, of commercial course. success. Of course. But we care more about what he thinks than right. maybe. Well, there's a, a, what a, do you call that, a a hero factor, yeah. a celebrity star power thing where you're like, he's up here, he's a zillionaire, he changed the world, he's an icon, like we all say, yada, 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 and. Not there's anything wrong with that. What's the deal with? Like, he's part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. You know, whereas, like, David Tell is not, but he's maybe a funnier guy. I don't know. But, Well, it's yeah, interesting it's to think, like, Seinfeld, like, in today's era, it's also what era you're in. But then he would probably figure out, I don't know what he would exactly do in this era. I guess he would just also have a television show, but no one's watching TV anymore. Right, right. Like, well, he, he's very aware of all that, too. So I wonder what he would have done. Do you think he would have been a podcast guy to Seinfeld I, with I, a podcast? I think he would have been a podcast guy. I think he would have been a clean comic, and I think he would have broken. Look at Nate Bargatze. Yeah, like he Nate broke Bargatze. Through, yeah. And he doesn't even do pods. I really. know. He just is so funny, and it paid off. Uh, Excuse me. You have a very booger uh Oh, the, the, the Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds. Yeah, I love that guy. Oh, that movie's the best. Oh, yeah. I always wonder with guys like that. You think he gets laid still? Like from going to bar and go, I'm Booger. Uh, yes. <laughs> In a certain part of town, I think. Uh, I don't know. It depends how much he looks like Booger now. Uh, I think Booger's always going to be Booger looking. <laughs> You can't lose that booger. He was in Ray, the Ray Charles movie, and I was the whole time just going, shut up, you booger. Oh, uh, yeah, and Pee Wee Herman being in Blow. It's yeah, hard. yeah, yeah you're so, Pee Wee. But he was honest. great. He was great. great. And Booger was great in, in that movie, too. Yeah, yeah. Derek for real. I've seen every movie. I went to film school, you know. Oh, uh, yeah? I thought that was going to be my path. It still can be. Eh, stand-up is just so... From afar, it's like it's like astronauts. Like who have the hell? You... Have you written? I've yet? written a few scripts. They're all horrible. Uh, I went. I did a f- student film, and it was horrific. <laughs> Why was it bad? I just tried to be like Tarantino-y, and it's so obvious. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing, and I was banging the the actress in it. Were so you that... the lead actor? No, I was the director, but I had a beret on and a big <laughs> chair. It was bad. I was yelling cut and action. You had a megaphone, and it's like four people yeah, in a yeah. studio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody hated the movie. I showed my mom, and she was like, we just wasted thousands of dollars on this class. <laughs> but you know what's funny is during film school, I was doing stand-up at night. Yeah. And I was like more into that. But then that could make you – I mean, the failure in that pushed you in this, I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wrote a movie. It was horrendous. It was about professional go. laughers. What? What's yeah, that? It was called Laughers for Hire. Mm. It was horrendous. Wow, it that was, was really uh, your fantasy. 
Yeah, I, well, I thought when I lost all the money in real estate, I was like, oh, I'll just write a screenplay and sell that for a few hundred grand. Yeah, like it's that easy. That's how I thought. Though, yeah, Because same. the money came so easy before that. Oh, interesting. So I was like, oh, I'll just do this and make a lot of money. And I sent it to a buddy who, like, he's a big producer now. He was working at Warner. He, like, there was, like, spelling errors in the first, sure. like, you know, in my own name, you know? It was just <laughs> fucking horrendous. Yeah. It's like draining ketchup. It was terrible. And he was just like, yeah, what do you want me to do with this? And I was like, all right, well, I don't know. That's yeah. embarrassing, but we've all. But I think it's almost good to have that way of kind of just that like willy nilly. Yeah, I'll try this. I could fail, but I'll fucking try it. That's why we do stand up. Yeah, but then to be willy nilly, like let's say with the film, right? Like let's say you took ten years and gave it your all to making a, a being a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what the fuck you could create. Like right, away, like you yeah, wrote, you yeah. wrote that off because of that experience, kinda. right? Right. And uh, you're a way better writer now than when you were in film course, school, and your course. observations are all better because of stand-up. So of you course. Could, I'm Maybe. saying you could write a movie. Maybe. What hey. about a cop movie, a Jew, and a guy that looks like a Jew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both six and a half. Right. Hey, if Kevin Hart can do it. NYPD Jew. There we go. Who's, yeah, I mean, I can see it. We just need, uh, you know, some hot, hot women, just surrounded by hot women. That helps. And then we don't even film it. That's true. We just fuck them off. <laughs> so you fucked this actress. How did that end up? Uh, you know, she was fine. She was, uh, you know, in a wheelchair. That was the one who died. But uh, yeah, third stick in your spine. I don't know what she's doing now. She wasn't attractive. I, I know that. Yeah. When did you break up? When? The, oh, we didn't even the, date. It was just the film. The, yeah, the movie came out, and I was like, "We're done. That's a that's a wrap on both." It is, I guess. That's why maybe there's so many onset romances, because there is an ending to them. Yeah, maybe. It's hot. It gives it a window. Yes, yes. You're working together. It's artistic. It's fun. But yeah. yeah. And everyone wants to fuck who they work with, and we're not totally. allowed to because of society. Yeah, I was definitely in the position of power as the director. Oh, yeah. yeah. While we were fucking, I had the mic, the big boom, and I was like, take your panties off. You know, I had the, <laughs> the bullhorn. Cut, cut! You're not doing it sexy enough. Cut, cut! There it is. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, when you're when you when you perform, right? And girls want to fuck you after you perform. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a position of power, or do you think because there's no like, like actual construct? Well, the the problem is women like power. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to say that, but I mean, you think Harvey Harvey Weinstein's getting laid for his looks? Come on, <laughs> it's like it's all right there, and that's why it's weird when Louis got in trouble because they're like, well, you went to his hotel. I mean, I, look, yeah. this is a whole another bag of jizz, but. I don't know. Women like power, yeah. but then you can't use your power. But like, also being hot is a power for a woman. So isn't that using power? Yeah. You know, like where does it end? Oh, You're man. just not allowed to ask questions, which I think is a bad, bad way to go about things. It should be a f- nice discussion. We're maybe, all scared to talk. Maybe Corona will help all this. You know, maybe 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 we'll be like, oh, we could all die tomorrow. Maybe some of the things that we thought. Like you said, we're a big deal. Yeah. We should be able to ask the question. And everything's a gray area. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. But we just snap at everybody so quickly. And you're like, well, I guess we'll never get anywhere. We'll just cut it off here. But are people, this is my thing with that stuff. And, like, you know, you hear, like, someone like Rogan always, oh, you know, like, people being saying what you're saying. Is it just the loud people on Twitter? Because I, I, I have a lot of friends outside of stand-up. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about That's any of true. this. That's true. That's true. So I think, like, we tend to generalize because of these fucking... I think you're right. These people that are like, oh, no. But, but then those are... I, I read these tweets. I, I'm following yeah. these people. They're following me. And I'm like, you're an educated, smart person, and you're being wildly wrapped up in this whole brainwashy world, and you're not thinking clearly, but you're so smart. And that's why it... 
that that and the fact that they'll just ruin your life willy nilly. Yeah. You know, like Shane Gillis said this. Let's call him a yeah. racist publicly, and you're like, but you don't even know the guy. Yeah, like I could run down the street saying the n word. Doesn't mean I'm racist. I just did that. If you I blow you, I'm not. I'm not gay. <laughs> you know. Like, get to know the guy first. Calling yeah. someone a racist is just as bad as saying a racist slur, in a way. Well, it's more damaging. There's something about someone very intelligent uh, using their intelligence to cancel someone. Yeah, else. Like, yeah. There, there takes a level of intelligence to write a tweet mm-hmm. in 280 characters where you're taking someone down, yeah. as well as you're building yourself up. Right, right. That's the problem with it. There were no yes. likes yes. or retweets. That's when the real are shit you comes really, out. Are you, do you really care? Exactly. Do you really care? Every like, are you really room? at home, like, upset? Of course not. But every green room I go to, the door closes, and I'm in a room with six comics, and I'm going, how about this? They go, isn't that fucking crazy? And then you go out, the door opens, and you go, oh, yeah, 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 me too. I get it. Oh, yeah. But then you close the door again. They're like, that's fucking weird, huh? That was bullshit. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. So I think we're all just scared. There's yeah. this like, weird cloud of... We're, no one wants to get canceled. No one wants to be, be called a bigot, you know? But I think now with, you know, podcasts, you do like a Theo Vaughn, you do a Rogan, it's bigger than they can't. You can't be canceled unless, like, even your fans, like, you have to do something pretty egregious for people to be like, right. I'm done with Mark Norton. Like, it'd have right. to be. Because you've said everything at this point. True. I, I don't know why I haven't been canceled. I think it's just because <laughs> I'm not big. If I was like a, you know. You're too handsome. Yeah. If I was like a big level comic, yeah. they could take I have nothing you could take away from me. What can yeah. you take away? But I mean, I don't think there's in the world we're living in right now, you're as big as a comic can really dude. What are you talking about? I'm, I, I'm here. No, first of all, <laughs> you don't know how many views this gets. That's this, true. This gets I assume very little. Right? right, I have a whole set. Look at the sign. Oh, yeah, the sign looks the looks legit. They got an ironing board next to your head. What the hell are you talking about? You're the biggest comedian in the world, Mark. I'm the biggest on this pod, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty big. All right. All right. No, but my point is, is that it's hard with how much you've worked and how much you've been on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you're getting to, like, what's the big, who are the biggest comedians? Like, Chris D'Elia at this yeah, point? Yeah, he's, he's huge. Theo is huge. Segura, uh, Burt Kreischer. I'm just saying, like, the difference between, like, you're, you're, Chris You're Rock, right below those Bill people. Burr. I don't know about okay, that. Okay, but you're naming like 10 people. I'm just saying like. All right, all right. Well, how many do you want me to name? But I'm saying, okay, so Bill Burr, Chris Rock, all those guys, that was before. Nikki Glaser, kind of, Amy Schumer, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, Daniel Tosh. I mean, but they Kevin all got Hart. things before, what, um, like today and today's. like. Okay, kind of well, I don't know if I get your point. What's your point? They were grandfathered in because they have already they already had specials uh-huh. on Netflix and shit, and they already had a very strong base before. Ah, uh, whereas I'm trying to get yes. that special. And yes, I got. And you. you're as big as before getting that special okay. as you could get. I'm just. So you think it'll? You think I'll get there? I think you'll definitely. Oh, one hundred percent, you'll get. there. I don't know anymore. I don't know. You think so? You're nodding. But She's nodding. I, I have no idea. My point is, you so to get to a Netflix special to. Be as successful as you want to be. Because I think your success comes in how many tickets can you move. And I think if you keep doing this and you keep killing on Theo Vaughn and killing on this, I mean, this is going to. This is going to be a game ready. changer. I'm just saying that's going to get to where you, where you want to be. Okay. Where you want to be. It's, I, I don't know. I hope you're right. Point, I, I don't really right. know what my point is it's with this. It's taking so long. I'm just saying that, yeah, like, you should, whatever. You know, just put a finger in your ass is what I'm uh, saying. Maybe I should. Just one. Yeah, that'll make me happy. I mean, it might change everything. It might, actually. I might see God and figure do, out the meaning of life. Do you have a favorite uh, YouTube video? I know I probably should have told oh. you. Oh. 
Anything funny or anything you go to for inspiration or anything? Oh, damn. That's a good question. I've, I've watched so many. Uh, there was one where a black guy was dancing in the street and he got hit by a car. Okay. That was pretty great. <laughs> All right, let's see. It. Not, uh, not, a, not that he's black and got hit by a car. It was just so perfect. He was dancing and got hit by a car. I mean, it was, so, it was such <laughs> a contrast, like happy to horrible. Uh, it's old. It's old. I mean, I, I literally love, typed in black guy dancing in the street, hit by car. I love bar fights. I oh, love, God, I love a good knockout. Uh, Why do you love a knockout? It's, it's just so raw, and there's no production. Uh, this one here. Is that it? That might be. Rick gets hit by a truck while dancing in the street. How many views? 103,000. Oh, that might. That um, seems low, but this the guy looks like him. This, uh, this is it. This oh, is it. Geez. You found it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's dancing in the street. Like, oh, wait. I've seen this. He goes into the street to dance. Look, wait. see, there he goes. He's popping, okay. walking, and twerking, and tweaking, and oh moving, my God. and jizzing. And no. uh, cars are going by. Now he's backing up more what into the street. He? And he's wearing all black. And this is, you know, pretty busy uh, little intersection here. And he's doing a little shuffling, a little shucking and jiving. Boom! Hit by an ice I cream mean... truck. Holy hell. Now, again, I'm not sitting at home jerking off to this, but uh, that's the first thing that popped in my head when you well, asked You about don't it. have to jerk off. You'll just come from it. True. You don't need to touch true. your dick for something. That, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just a guy trying to have a little bit of a good time. And, you know, you take it to the limit. And you get hit by a fucking ice cream truck. That motherfucker looked like he ate a lot of ice cream. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it was a point to be like, right. hey, maybe you want to take off a few. That's the ultimate fat shame. But... <laughs> uh, you know what's great of those videos? I love any video that just proves reality. You know, we lie, oh, big is beautiful. And you're like, well, why don't you get hugely fat? You know, like I love stuff where, like, uh, there was this one where um, a, a guy is sitting next to, like, this beautiful Ferrari or Maserati, some kind of nice car. And these girls are walking by, and he's like, hey, I'm new to town. Will oh, you give me a I've ride? Seen this one. Yeah. Or can I give you a ride? Or can you help me? I'll drive you around. You show me what's what. And they're all like, oh, yeah. And then he goes, to his shitbox car, and they're all like, "Ooh, I gotta, I gotta get out of here." Actually, I don't know what I was thinking. I have a, I have an appointment, and I love stuff like that where like reality is real, yeah. you know? Because you know, you ask a woman like, "Do you care about a nice car?" No, I like any guy. <laughs> That's like... all about the personality. If he's funny, it's a. <laughs> and then they see the fucking shitbox, like I gotta get out of here. I just like anything real. That's like why that. I love a knockout. I like my favorite knockout is a a, a white guy. Who is in a fraternity, kind of like the guy you described? Yeah, flip flops, yeah, berries, yeah, wearing a Lacoste shirt, collar uh, pop, yep, and he's yelling at a at a black bouncer, mm. a big black. You know who my father is? <laughs> I'll take this place down. Right, and then the huge black bouncer, bouncer just. just Fucking destroys him. That's some little. Because that's, that's a like, lesson. That's a little cuck action there. That's a, you're you're about to go cuck. Oh, I'm going cuck. Well, you're you're one step away from a uh, black guy fucking your wife. I love it. I love it. Oh, black there you porn. go. I just need a wife. Yeah, yeah. I'll get there. I'll add material. You'll get there. Especially if she knows you can bang uh, Tyrone. She'll really be on board. <laughs> I'll date you. I get to a marry twofer. you and yeah. go bang uh, Deontay. I'm in. Yeah, you can fuck my best man. Yeah. And then I'll fuck you cry on my lap. Yeah, it's best man's. Thanks for doing this. I know this is below you, but no, no, I'm I'm happy to be here. This is my level. <laughs> uh, check out Mark Norman on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, what are you on there? What's uh, at Mark Norm on Twitter? At Mark Norman with a D on Instagram. I got a Facebook. I got a MarkNormanComedy.com. I got my own podcast with Joe List called Tuesdays with Stories. 
Yeah, you're all about. It's so funny. Everything. I was actually on it years ago. Oh yeah. I begged to be on it. I remember that. That oh, was yeah. real pathetic. That was a fun life. app. It was but a great it, app. Thanks, dude. I appreciate uh, it. All I those... do feel like I did your live show. I was ter- I was sick. It was one of those moments I st- always still think about how much I shit the bed. But I, I don't even those, think you I, even remember it. I don't remember it, and I got a million <laughs> of those. But we, we, we sit there and fester with that shit, and it, no one gives a fuck. In my mind, I was like, I did so. I thought I did so bad that you thought I was never funny. No, no. That's, it, I, was, I, it was my act. I, I thought you years. were bad before the <laughs> yeah, app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're fine. <laughs> no, uh, please check out Mark. He, is, uh, he really is an incredible comedian. And uh, go buy some merch on his website, yeah. Two for Tuesdays Stories, and buy merch on our website. Yeah, Puddles. And you can go to Remember to Be Happy. To Why get Puddles? Sh- yeah, they're both on uh, the some same. Some girl oh, said yeah. I make her puddle in her panties. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah it was good, nice. good One girl, and then I ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a clown mad at me. Apparently huh? there's a clown named Pity Puddles or something. Oh, Pity Puddles. He's or, good. <laughs> is he? Yeah, I've opened for Pity Puddles. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he mentioned you. He was furious. Whatever, he'll get over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll hopefully he'll die from Corona. Okay, have a good night. Bye. Praise the Lord. Puddles, puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. Yo, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, 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 everybody now puddles, puddles, everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. This episode of Puddles was recorded at Remember to be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez and Tanner Williams. That's Human Places, The Ease of Three, and Lil Kinky 69.